This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Like it or not, there does seem to be this perceived politicization of the agency. What would your message be to the American people? We're all about the facts. We do our work objectively and relentlessly and hunt down the facts, whatever they are. Uh, and that's it. Senator, first, um, as I said before, your assertion or anyone who makes the assertion that the FBI is politicized, I reject it wholeheartedly. It's wrong. The average Joe hears that and says, that sounds fishy. So why don't you tell me what your job is? Is it to defend and shield Joe Biden, or is your job to protect this country and the Constitution of the United States? Which is it? Say you're elected, you're in office. What guardrails would you have to be sure that your son, your brother Jimmy, doesn't uh, do anything to trade on the family name? Look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. So now we've confirmed that the document exists. That's progress because the FBI director initially denied that it exists. Why did he do that? Today, I signed an order appointing Jack Smith to serve as special counsel. Oh, son of a bitch. We have already and previously acknowledged the existence of the documents. Yeah, after you first denied it. Now, when a member of this committee read it. Uh, this is their effort to uh, try to intimidate people that stand up to Donald Trump and to gratify the former president. I can't speak to exactly when we had a laptop available. Is it classified? The document is not classified. Okay. Will you commit to releasing it? Let's see if we can see him in there. There he is right there. There's Hunter Biden. Hunter! Hunter! Were you bribed by Ukraine? So as they're going after President Trump, they're ignoring Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. How about just a yes or no? Will you commit to releasing this unclassified document that alleges that the president of the United States has taken $5 million or more in bribes from a foreign nation? Uh, Senator, the document, as you know, contains sensitive information, and I hope you would take that seriously. Oh, I take it very seriously, but I also take seriously the fact that your institution has repeatedly abused its authority. I've said that it's totally unacceptable. Who's been fired for it? Individuals involved uh, are handled through the disciplinary process. Who's been fired for it? We have fired people in the past. Wait, I I'm sorry, what, what, what does that word salad mean? When we find intentional incidents. Were you saying that the 278,000 queries were unintentional? I believe that's correct. Wow, 278,000 times American citizens' information was queried by your agency unintentionally? That's your testimony? Josh Hawley right there. It's uh, Saturday, 17 June, Year of Lord, 2023. Uh, Brian Kennedy and... Uh, 
and John Eastman are going to join me here. I want to just go to, if we can put the cover up, uh, The New Republic. Now, The New Republic is kind of, I guess, equivalent to the National Review on the left, on the, on the, cent- on the center left, as the National Review is, I guess, the centrist. The, old, the Buckley magazine has kind of become a centrist um, magazine or news source for the controlled opposition Republicans. The, uh, the, they have a huge article, a couple days old, The Administrative State is Under Attack. Huge podcast piece and an article, Why Progressives Must Protect Institutions That Help Safeguard the Public. And it goes down and they go, What's interesting to me about these new Bannonite attack on the administrative state, because earlier they talk about my, de- you know, the, when I talked to CPAC about the deconstruction of the administrative state and how that was a focus of the Trump first term. What's interesting to me about these new Bannonite attack on the administrative state is I don't think it's just libertarianism of the familiar kind. There's really a white supremacist ideology wearing a different set, wearing a different set of clothes. It's about dismantling the parts of government that are trying to create a more inclusive, egalitarian society and leaving unchecked and unshackled the parts of government that terrorize communities of color. Obviously, nothing could be farther from the truth, but the, you've got their attention and they're nervous because that's kind of a – the New Republic, like the National Review, is kind of a fat – it's a, it's a magazine for fat cats, right? That's who really reads it and, and funds it. Brother Kennedy, I'm going to get Eastman up here in a second. I got posted to follow um, your, your, your thoughts on this, on the outright war. It's us versus them on the administrative state. And as I said in, in Getter this morning, like I said last week, it's a threefold strategy. Number one, take the moral high ground and particularly exemplify the woke and weaponized DOJ and FBI. Uh, number two is unite those Republicans and the people like the Bobby Kennedy crowd that are your natural allies and expose, like the 20 this week that wouldn't hold shift to account, expose the controlled opposition Republicans, in air quotes, but work, and there's lots of people the following Kennedy right now that are our kindred souls. We do not agree on everything. In fact, we do not agree on a lot. But in the rank order of the things that we have to do to save this republic, I think we agree on quite a lot. And number number three is to make sure we're on offense, on offense completely and totally against the Biden crime family and everything it represents about the sellout of our nation. And to metaphorically burn it to the waterline. Brian Kennedy, your thoughts and observations, sir. Well, that's a, that's a great summation, Steve, of, of where we are today. I think when we look at where we are in, in the New Republic, and they're trying to criticize the dismantling of the administrative state that you're talking about, I think it's worth saying that the country has gone from a republic to something for at least the last hundred years of a progressive administrative state, and that administrative state piece has become very large, very intrusive, very ineffective. But somewhere between when you said dismantle the administrative state and today, I think we've we've crossed over into something more like a totalitarian democracy. 
which is a regime that has aspects of totalitarianism, but with many of the forms of democracy. And the worst part about all that is anybody who says anything about that, who criticizes that, who would suggest that we're losing our freedom, who doesn't follow the the regime narrative, as it were, if you do that, you're going to get arrested. So Trump disagrees with that, and so he gets arrested. And I know you're gonna have John Eastman coming up soon, but so John tries to defend the president and he's going to get disbarred, or they're gonna to try to disbar him. Because the whole idea of totalitarian democracy and the administrative state where we are today is that you have to lie and deceive. And so to say that this is somehow this criticism is anything to do with white supremacism, that's just utter nonsense. That's lies and deception, gaslighting of, of, the, of the worst possible kind. And then we're going to st- we're going to lie about you, we're going to arrest you in the case of Trump, and we're going to intimidate you and cause you not to be able to make a living. And so we're going to look up all the facts about you, Senator Hawley talking to the deputy director of the FBI. There's something very evil and deceptive here that those conservatives who believe in freedom need to understand. They don't. They think this is about tweaking things here and there, and everything's going yeah. to get, you know, back to normal. It's not. This that republic that this, we love, this is, that's been dismantled. Yes, this is what it, it, when um, Tom Massey came out. Thomas Massey came out and said, "Oh, you know, I constitutionally, I don't think she'd be fine." And all this kind of what I call a feat intellectualism. The Constitution has been shredded. Mark Levin and Cruz say much better than I. We're in a post-constitutional America, sir. Absolutely. Uh, the political scientist John Marini from Claremont, he described this 30 years ago, literally 30 years ago, that we're living in a post-constitutional age. We have the forms of a Constitution, but it doesn't have real meaning in the lives of everyday Americans. That, they, that the government that is meant to follow, to be restrained, by the Constitution, it doesn't seem to restrain them, does it? And so it, it's it's big government. It's not even like big government run amok, as if it's just a bunch of bureaucrats spending too much money. This is, as I say, a kind of totalitarianism. And you got to be careful how you talk. When, when I say those kind of things, we have to be careful not not to seem extremist here. But totalitarian in that it tries to control the totality of our existence. And so that's from from speech to the way we live our lives, to the way we raise our children. Okay. And so this this is something we really have to wrap our minds around. Because and by the way, it's it, it, it's hand, it's it's hand in glove with it, it's hand in glove with the the old friends here. The administrative state's got their old friends in technology, just like she does. Why why does she have that? Because the totalitarian state of the Chinese Communist Party is old friend Bill Gates. In American technology that allows that to happen. Remember, this show, we're banned on Twitter, we're banned on uh, Facebook, we're banned on YouTube. Banned. Why? Because of talking about the vax, because talking about the election being stolen, talking about Fauci and Chris Ray. You think we're not going to talk about that? Am I just going to shut up and not do that because these platforms, these tech oligarchs? Not in one zillion years. Not in one zillion Brian, before I go to John Eastman for a second, I want you to hang around. 
is there any doubt in your mind if Donald Trump, Rachel Maddow said the quiet part of life, Donald Trump just walked in front of the sticks this morning after he played his morning golf round, said, upon further review, I'm dropping out of the presidential race in, uh, in the Trump movement. I really appreciate folks. It's been great. Uh, but I'm going to go work on my real estate business. That all of these efforts to put him in prison for 500 years, would they go away, sir? I don't believe so at all. I believe they would up their game even more because that's the whole idea, the kind of <laughs> ritual that. humiliation that would be involved with putting him in jail. That's what they want they, because they want to intimidate everybody who disagrees with them. And so putting him in jail. So you, you, you so you would say to, to get Trump in prison, even if you said that, 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 to get Trump in prison to show he's the Bangalore torpedo, he's the armor-piercing shell that's going to breach that seawall that the rest of us are going to run, run up and back of and take the high ground at Omaha Beach and then into Normandy. Uh, they want to humiliate that. They want to send the signal that if you do that, if you go down that road, you will be imprisoned, you'll be bankrupted, and you'll be humiliated, sir? Yes, absolutely, and Donald Trump knows that. He understands there's something going on here. When he says we've gone from just being woke to actually communist, he's on to something. He understands who these people are. He dealt with them for four years in his administration. He sees the look on their face now. These aren't people following the Constitution. These are not people following the rule of law. There is something else about them. They want to destroy MAGA and the belief that human beings in the United States can govern themselves in a free society. That's what they're really after. Trump understands that. That's why he's running for office. And that's why he's not going to back down. And that's why he's going to win. Up 45-39 right now. I, hey, don't get me wrong. Mark Elias and these guys, all the evil geniuses on their side, they're working nonstop about how they're going to steal it. That's what it's going to get down to. We uh, Stopping them from stealing this one, the 81 million votes, quote, unquote. Uh, Brian Kennedy, hang with me. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll return. We got John Eastman joins us. John Eastman, they are, they are bound and determined to destroy him professionally, personally, bankrupt him, all of it. As they turn the gun sights onto Brother Eastman, we're going to break it all down and expose um, what they're trying to do here in the world. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships. Because of Viroclans, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. And Viroclans is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. 
This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, um, birchgold.com slash uh, Bannon. Need to go there and get the debt trap, the third in the series, but I need everybody to get totally up to speed on the prime reserve currency. Philip Patrick and I are right now working on the fourth installment. That'll be out shortly, but you need the other three. It kind of builds upon itself. Also, make sure you talk to a um, one of the representatives and ask them the question, why are the central banks of the BRICS buying gold, hand over fist at record rates. What do they know that I don't and explain it to me? That's all you need to do. Just ask that question. We're not telling you what to do. Just ask that question. Get the response. Two things I want to get up. I'm not going to have time today, but I will do it Monday. I want to show this um, Bill Ackman's long tweet on um, the Kennedy-Joe Rogan uh, interview. And I want to show David Sachs. David Sachs had one up. To show you, these are supposed to be the smartest guys in the universe. This audience is 100 times better informed, more knowledgeable, and understands what actionable information is. And these are the smartest guys in the universe. Sachs, that interface between technology and finance, as Elon Musk's partner, and Ackman, one of the most uh, prominent and powerful hedge fund managers. I keep telling you, I know this yet. They don't know anything. They know how to buy stocks. You get them outside that, they're like 11-year-old kids. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's amazing. But we'll go through that on Monday. This audience is everything. It's you. It's you. And, and Trump understands that. He understands the power of the movement. He understands he's not a politician. One of the things they're trying to do is destroy everybody. Hey, I, don't, I understand what they're doing. Obviously, I don't agree with it, but I understand what they're doing. But we have to fight back and understand that you have to use that to fight back and to take the fight to them. John Eastman now joins us. John Eastman, give me before I talk about what they're doing this week, just give me a quick synopsis. Give me a minute or two on your curriculum vita, sir. Well, I uh, graduate of the University of Chicago Law School, one of the top law schools in the country. I clerked at the Supreme Court for Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, I was a law professor of constitutional law and dean at uh, Chapman Law School for uh, over 20 years. Uh, I uh, uh, also represented President Trump in the 2020 election uh, in the Supreme Court uh, in a couple of matters in a federal action down in Georgia. And uh, and of course, for that effort, uh, I've I'm, I'm being targeted by groups like the 65 Project, uh, who filed a bar complaint with me uh, in the Supreme Court of the United States, and uh, and this group called uh, 
uh, States United Democracy Center, <laughs> misnamed United States, uh, States United. What they're trying to do is divide us uh, pretty radically. And they filed bar complaints against okay. attorneys all over. But, but, but OK, hang, hang, hang on a second. Slow down. Up until the time that you stepped up and represent, you did not know Trump. Correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't know Trump or had a, a deep relationship with him prior to the 2020 election. I well, I'd met him once, uh, and he'd read my article on birthright citizenship and found it fascinating. And he invited me for a just a get to know each other meeting at the Oval Office in August of 2019. But that's the only uh, direct uh, connection I had with him until after the 2020 election. And that was and that was about this kind of landmark article you wrote about birthright citizenship, correct? It, it was indeed. principally and yep. And and, and, and he just went, it University wasn't an agenda Colorado. item. I, for, I, I came up way surprised. Yeah. He didn't want. It wasn't a, a meeting to have any particular agenda. He just wanted to get to, to get to know me a little bit. That's his style. Yep. Um, and you were a faculty member of the University of Colorado, and you were still a dean or still one of the top guys at, at Chapman Law School before 2020 election. Am I? I was. I, I wasn't that? a dean anymore. I was a tenured and uh, professor with a with an endowed professorship, and I was a visiting professor at the University of Colorado at the time of the 2020 election. You were a tenured tenured professor with an endowed tenured professorship. That's kind of money good in, in academia, correct? It is. And I'm very proud of that because it was the Henry Salvatore uh, Professor of Law and Community Service. And of course, Henry Salvatore was a member of uh, President Reagan's kitchen cabinet. And I was deeply honored to have uh, held that chair. Are you, are you today as we speak, are you the tenured endowed professor at Chapman, the Salvatore no. professor? And are you on the faculty of Co University of Colorado? No, neither. I, you know, a lot of people have been canceled. I think I hold the distinction of being canceled from two universities in the same week. Uh, so, yeah, no, the left, the left brooks no dissent anymore. What Brian Kennedy was talking about a little bit ago, we now live, he called it totalitarian. Uh, I call it sometimes authoritarian. Um, the government has taken a position, how dare you question us? And uh, uh, there, there's a narrative. And if you question the narrative, no matter how solid your facts are, uh, they have to destroy you. And you've seen it with COVID. You've seen it with CRT. You've seen it with all sorts of things. Um, and uh, this, this is, this is uh, it's a scary world in which we find ourselves. I got to tell you. Walk me through what walk me through the, the events that are happening this week about with all your University of Chicago clerking at the Supreme Court, being a, a tenured endowed professor at a at a terrific law school, being on the University of Colorado faculty, all of that. Uh, your disbarment this week, Project sixty five project. Walk me through what's happening and what is your defense. Well, the, the California one is uh, not the 65 project, although it's, uh, you know, fellow uh, fellow travelers, the states united. They filed a complaint uh, against me in the California bar back in October of 2021. The bar folks spent over a year investigating it and countless untold amounts of money. It's rather extraordinary. Um, and their claim is I had no evidence on which to base my legal challenges and no basis in law. Uh, and that no reasonable attorney or constitutional attorney would have taken the positions I did. Of course, everything I did was well-supported, well-documented. Um, and those that are saying otherwise, uh, quite frankly, don't hold a candle to my expertise on the meaning of the Constitution. Um, but they filed this complaint, and uh, we spent we spent months and months and months 
responding to their investigative demands. Um, they said no evidence. I provided with them with tens of thousands of pages of evidence. Uh, and that didn't deter them. They went ahead and filed a notice of disciplinary charges uh, in, uh, in January. Um, and, uh, and now the trial begins on Tuesday. And it's a full-fledged trial. I mean, they're pulling out all the stops. Uh, it's really extraordinary the amount of taxpayer resources that are going in to, to trying to disprove claims uh, uh, that, that I made, um, or more importantly, that I had no basis whatsoever for making claims that election officials violated the law. Uh, acted unconstitutionally in the conduct of the election. And so that's what the trial will be. And the bar is calling me as its first witness on uh, on Tuesday. And and the judge has ordered that it's going to be live streamed. So it'll be quite a quite a media circus, I suspect. This is what the um, this is what Mao Zedong in the Red Guard. This is John Eastman's struggle session, is it not, sir? Well, it is. Uh, you know, we're uh, we've decided to fight every every charge head on uh, with as much resources as we can marshal. But, you know, we're being outgunned because, uh, you know, I don't have the state the state budget of California behind me like they do. Uh, uh, I, I, if, if it's all right, I would encourage people to go to my litigation defense fund. Um, we've raised a good amount of money, but we are we are uh, much in the hole for what's what this is costing us. And so it's a uh, give sendgo.com slash Eastman, or people can just Google Eastman litigation fund and it'll come up and, uh, and, and help out. And we, they can also send prayers at that site, which is very helpful uh, for me and my family to see the kind of support we get from around the country. No, you're a beloved figure. Tell, uh, about your defense, are you fully, I mean, they're going to be throwing everything at you. Do you have the opportunity to mount a defense and have a number of experts you know uh, stand up in your defense, sir? Well, we do. We've we've identified, I forget, 15 witnesses or something, although they've already moved to block uh, four of my seven expert witnesses. Um, and uh, so so uh, I, I guess they don't want to hear from people that know, know that, you know, can can verify uh, what we're talking about. Um, and but that's, uh, you know, that's par for the course, I suppose. Um, I will I will post uh, reports from those expert witnesses up on my Substack page, so people can see. What do you what mean? They would have what do you mean? Why would they? Why why did they? Why did the judge rule that you couldn't have certain expert witnesses? Well, we had one. We had one who's a who's a left of center uh, law professor, a specialist on First Amendment law and how it applies in the bar disciplinary processes, and uh, the judge uh, granted their motion to block her. On the ground that interpreting the law is the judge's role rather than than uh, than an expert. Although some judges have the discretion to take expert uh, testimony on complicated areas of law, as this certainly is, uh, this judge decided uh, she didn't need that, so that was blocked. Um, another witness we had was Janice Rogers Brown, who was a longtime California Supreme Court justice, and the California Supreme Court has supervisorial authority over the bar disciplinary process. And uh, she was going to testify that this uh, is unprecedented and appears to be even beyond the statutory authority of the bar. And also, you know, quite frankly, dangerous. We're talking about um, using the bar discipline process uh, to uh, to uh, 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 go after lawyers who have a different view than the government's view on um, on, on legal issues and legal interpretation. And you think about that. And my lawyer put out a statement yesterday. Uh, to the press, 
But think about what that would have meant for Thurgood Marshall, who for 20 years was bucking well long established precedent to overturn uh, the egregious separate but equal decision of the Supreme Court and ultimately led to Brown versus Board of Education. But if the rule that uh, the bar seems to be trying to uh, apply here were in effect, he could have been disbarred decades before Brown versus Board of Education for, for pressing aggressive legal theories uh, in order to um, to adv- advance the, his, his cause and his clients, uh, which is certainly what I was doing. John, where do people go to find out more about this? What site do they go to? Well, I'm going to be posting uh, updates on my uh, uh, Give, Send, Go Legal Defense Fund. Give, Send, Go dot com slash Eastern. Okay. And uh, there'll, there'll be links there. We'll put it, things, including the link to the live stream. We're going to put the link. Uh, that, we'll put the link up right now in the live stream. John Eastman, we'll have you back uh, early in the week. Short break. But so- Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China in medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Stephen K. Bannon. who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen Could we say a quick prayer, not in Aramaic, not in English, but in Latin? Can we practice a little Latin today? I know there's been some talk about not doing the Latin Mass anymore, but I disagree. The more they tell us to not have the Latin Mass, the more people will fill church after church after church praying in Latin. The way our forefathers prayed. Pater Noster. Quies in Celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, fiat volantas tua, sicut in cielo et in terra. 
Panem nostrum, cut dianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut nos dimitibus et turibus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem. Sed libera nos amalo! Sed libera nos amalo! Sed libera nos amalo! Amen! Well, if Jack Posobiec wasn't under investigation by the FBI before yesterday, he certainly is now because he's not just an alpha male that knows how to inspire a crowd and be a leader and won't back down and is fearless. Uh, he's also obviously doesn't doesn't not just speak perfect Mandarin, but not too shabby in Latin either. Jack, tell us what yesterday was about and what this victory means. Steve, as we said yesterday, this is about our most powerful weapon. This is about the rosary. This is about our faith. This is about Christians and the faithful actually coming forward and taking a stand with through public displays of faith. Steve, public displays, because for so long, the Western church has completely surrendered the public square. And, and John Yep and Catholics for Catholics and the thousands of people that came out. Steve, even the L.A. Times was forced to admit that we had 2,000. So, you know, if they were admitting we had 2,000, yeah, we, had, we had at least four. Because even the Times had to admit <laughs> that it was 2,000, right? So yeah. this, the church has been, and so many church leaders in the West, they've been saying for so long, just go pray your Bible for 365 days a year, show up to Mass, and then, and that's all you have to do. Keep your head down. Don't worry about what's going on in the public square. Don't worry about the courthouses taking down the Ten Commandments. Don't worry about any of those things. Don't worry about the drag nuns showing up at the L.A. Dodgers. Just, just say a prayer. You'll be fine. We well, you know something, Steve. Every single mass that I've ever gone to in my entire life ends with the same phrase: "Go forth." We are told told to go forth, and that means, by the way, that's for the people that actually stay till the end of mass. Can't be running out to the parking lot right after Eucharist, folks. I seen you in there. Remember, Judas did that. And so when you go to that mass, the very last line, you have to take it seriously. And it's time for Christians to go forth with public displays of the faith, but, public but, displays but, but, of the but, faithful but Jack, coming I, together Jack, and standing I, strong. I, I noticed, I think the crowd was 5,000 at least, and I noticed a big proportion, a big uh, part of that were Hispanic men. Hispanic uh, men. I would say but the, 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 ni- the, 90% Hispanic, what? and it was at least 90% Hispanic, which which made them so upset. By the way, that's why they have to call it Christian nationalism now, right? Because they realized they said, oh, well, they're a bunch of, they used to call they used to call it white nationalism, right? But then they would see these crowds and they would say, well, wait a minute, you know, there's there's way too many Hispanics here for us to go to get away with this. All right, we'll go with we'll go with Christian nationalism because when you look at that crowd, Steve. There's there's tons of Hispanic men, and you can see there's another clip we're going to have up later today where right in front of Dodger Stadium, the end because we blocked the road and we blocked that's gate A of Dodger Stadium, and when we were blocking that gate, that's when these false sisters of demonic possession were in there. So nobody was able to get inside. Nobody was inside during their false ceremony uh, because unfortunately we ruined it for them. So sorry that happened to you. And there was me and just an entire group of Hispanic men standing right in front of the gate, praying of the full rosary in Latin. The police kept saying, oh, you have to go, you have to leave, you have to get going. And we just kept praying louder. 
We just kept praying louder until we were finished. We said, we're going to finish all 50 decades. We finished all or all, fi- all five decades, all 50 rosaries, uh, Hail Marys. The idea is, Steve, that they can't put this in a box. And by the way, I know you mentioned before earlier the parents out of Glendale. Steve, all the Armenians of Glendale were there. They all came down. All the parents, people were coming up to me, showing me their wristbands, people who got arrested, moms and dads who got arrested in Glendale were showing up. The Armenians were showing up. They said, we're here to support this. The first Christian nation, remember Armenia, they're there to support this. The Hispanics are there. The the abuelas are there. Steve, the fired up based abuelas, hundreds of them showed up there dressed in white, wearing the veils. And it was hot. It was a scorcher down there in the ravine. But you know what? It didn't matter because the thing, we were hotter. We were hotter than LA. We were hotter than that ravine because we were filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Well, we just had Pentecost a few days ago. We were filled with that spirit. And that's why you're seeing it. Because Steve, let me just tell you something. The left and the regime is not going to like what happens when the Catholics get spun up. Let me tell you, we've got a little bit of a track record. The um, but the 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 diocese, the cardinal was it Gomez and his wingman told you, Jack, all they wanted to do was dialogue. You should dialogue. You should dialogue uh, with these perverts and groomers. What say you, sir? You know, that's the exact same thing that the church that some members of the church used to say back in Poland during the solidarity movement when the communists were in control and the church would come, let's do a dialogue. Let's have the solidarity and we'll have a local priest. We'll bring in the communist leader and we'll have dialogue and we'll keep talking. We'll keep talking. And eventually you get nowhere. You get absolutely, you know, I'll tell you something right now, Steve. I will not dialogue with evil. I will not dialogue with demons. I will not dialogue with blasphemers. We will not dialogue with them. We're going to defeat them. And that's what we did yesterday. And to the major league baseball teams around the country, guess what? Not only are we going to be leading boycotts of every single other time you do this, all the parish stuff, we're no, no more day at the ballpark, none of it. We are going to show up every time you try to do something like this. And guess what? Because we're already in discussion with members of Congress and members about of the Senate. I mean, you know that nice little nice little carve out you guys have called the antitrust exemption? I think it's time we take a look at that. Because if you guys want to get political, then I'm not sure why you should be given this special carve out deal protection that nobody else Big in time. the business world gets. Big time. Uh oh. Big time. Uh-oh. By the way, at at the at the very moment that you guys were forming out there, the uh, close of the stock market, $28.8 billion market cap wiped out of uh, from Target to Anheuser-Busch, these woke uh, corporation, Kohl's. Uh, is this going to spread? Is this now people tired of this being forced down their throat and, uh, and having their kids targeted, no pun intended? Or if people had a belly full of this now, is this revolt going to spread? We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to turn Bud Light and Target and the L.A. Dodgers, any other organization, any other team, any other company, any other. If then you see church leaders that are come co-signing this kind of stuff, we're putting you all on the list. We're putting you all on the list. So take notice. We are putting you on notice. We will show up with thousands and thousands 
to drive you out of business. We're going to drive you into the shame. And by the way, go look at the headlines. Just look at the headlines from last night. Every world headline. They try, right? They try to find some way to go after the crowd who's there. And then when they show the actual images of the people praying, of the people singing, the bagpipers that we had out, Steve, and, and I said this in, uh, you know, when I spoke to the crowd, I said, we're not, they, they get it all wrong. We're not doing this out of hate. We're doing it out of love, love for our families, love for our countries, love for our children. This is our way of life, and you're not going to take it away from us. Victory begets uh, victories, uh, Jack. It was incredibly powerful. Let me bring in Brian Kennedy, observations. I know you're a long-time uh, uh, Dodger fan and uh, uh, resident of Southern California, your, your observation. By the way, Daily Mail lead story last night after it was over was quite complimentary, Jack, with the photographs of what happened, the Catholics were Catholics. So, so the number one news site in the world was very complimentary of what you guys did in, in breaking this. Uh, Brian Kennedy, your thoughts? Well, one, great job, Jack, at Dodger Stadium. It really does show you, though, that this is a war between good and evil, and that there's something really powerfully demonic going on here with the Dodgers and with all this transgenderism. I actually think transgenderism is going to be on the ballot in November of 2024. Americans are going to have to decide whether or not they're going to have a president who's going to fight the woke communist agenda that is permeating the United States. Or are they going to have a president who defends that agenda? I think it has to be that stark. And you will see the forces of light, which we which we represent, the forces on behalf of God and the family and human freedom on one side. And you will see this darkness on the other, where people are trying to twist and pervert everything that is good and true about humanity starting first with this destruction of God in the public square and this this horrible thing that happened in Los Angeles with these these awful people doing this. Americans have a healthy live and let live attitude. This is not about that. This is about demonic forces at play in the public square, and we're going to have to stand up against them. And, and thankfully, Jack and others did that in Los Angeles last night. You know, a... a- a working class crowd that was 90 percent Hispanic, a big portion of Hispanic men that prayed the rosary, said prayers in the official Catholic Church. These cardinals and bishops that got the cathedral and they're living like fat cats in these rectories. Right. And in, in, the, in, the, in the Archdiocese of L.A. had a massive suit the settlement of cash money because of the pedophile problem that. Those church officials hid from people as they moved them from parish to parish to parish and knew this for decades and decades and decades. That corrupt, incompetent, and quite frankly, quasi-demonic, because this is nothing to dialogue. There's no discussion here. There's not, there's not anything you can reason out here. You're on one side of this issue or the other. And they chose what side they were on. They went back to the Hegelian Oh, let's dialogue. There's nothing to dialogue about. The only thing to dialogue about is why you still have jobs. Why people still give money to what you represent and what you do. Yesterday was a defining moment. 
defining moment for modern Catholicism and Christianity. And you had working class people, the backbone of this nation right there, working class people that are not going to back down. And not going to, the reason, their faith, their families, and particularly their children, they are not prepared to have their children sacrificed on the bonfire of modern political correctness. They won't do it. Short break. At Brian Kennedy, got Jack Posobiec. We're going to get an assessment of uh, the much heralded, long awaited hundreds and billions of dollars spring offensive in Ukraine, not quite turning out how the Biden regime I told you it was going to turn out next in the war room. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Jack, and if we could put it up, I know people are going to be quite focused on this. Um, Brave Books, this, this publisher that focuses on Christian books for young children, very powerful now more than ever. Let's get the website. You're one of the authors, Jack. Can you give me a minute about Brave Books, your book in particular, about what they're trying to accomplish by really focusing on these uh, books about the Judeo-Christian West? Oh, Steve, I mean, Brave Books is, this is the answer, the conservative answer to everything that you've seen from the left. So I've got a book up there, Kirk Cameron, Libs of TikTok, Ashley St. Clair. Um, honestly, everyone you can think of in the movement. Steve, we got to get you a brave book, by the way. We got to put that together because what we've done is created a series. It's an interlocking series. So you can read them, you know, uh, one by one, but they also fit together. John Solomon has a great book out, by the way. His is sort of a, a mystery book. Uh, mine's a book about the dangers of communism. Uh, the wolves come in and they're promising uh, free ice cream, et cetera. But then then they go and find out where the wolves live. And it's basically a mashup of East Germany and uh, and the communist Cuba. And everybody's got to escape while they're being run out for their lives. But it's it's set up for kids in a way stories where children can read these. I read them to my kids. I get to the point where my kids ask for them again and again because they're fun stories, but they impart those same 
timeless morals because Steve, anybody who goes into a bookstore these days, the very first thing you see, public libraries are the same way anywhere in the country. You see that table, anti-racist baby, transgender baby, um, all all of these things, they're shoving it down your throat. With the I've and then seen. of course the drag queen story hours. That's why you need brave books. Every conservative should be getting this, and you can set up a subscription service where you just get one one a month comes let's, right to your yeah. door. Let's let, let's let's. I want to make sure everybody goes to the site. Grace and Mo put it out, pu- push it out. Okay, Jack, because I've run out of time. Just give me two minutes of Jack Posobiec's headlines. What people should be focused on. I'll get you back on Monday about the Ukraine war. You've been ahead of the, you've been ahead of the curve here. From the beginning, from the very first day, now the much heralded spring offensive. Once again, the Ukrainian troops and civilians are getting getting mauled. Check Pasovic. See, they're getting chewed up. They were carrying it at this point. It, it is now uh, June fourth is when it started. Today is seventeen June. Steve, they have yet to get beyond the line of contact. They are still fighting in that gray zone before the first line of defense that the Russians have established because they set up eight months. That's what happened when uh, when the Ukrainians and, and Biden himself was saying, oh, the counteroffensive is coming. First, it was the winter counteroffensive. Then it was the spring counteroffensive. And now because we know that in mid-July, July 15th, they've got the NATO summit in Vilnius coming up, they need something to go forward and show for this. They're setting themselves up for failure because they told the Russians what they were going to do. What did the Russians do? They dug in. They laid minefields. They laid traps. And American armor, NATO armor, is being torn up. People are being scorched alive. These Ukrainian soldiers, some Western volunteers that have even gone in on this, they've got no air defense whatsoever. The Russian helicopters, the Russian missiles, are drone strikes are just uh, kamikaze drones. They are destroying, cooking soldiers alive in these tanks and joe biden goes on air by the and by they just asked biden by the way uh i think yesterday he's coming out of the thing in philadelphia you're going to let ukraine and nato he says no he says they need to meet the standards steve they've been walking them down the primrose path from day one with this thing and then biden from his own mouth says no Mersheimer told us this. Jack, how they get to the new show at 2 o'clock, how they follow you over the weekend, because I know you're going to be breaking news on a lot of fronts, but particularly about Ukraine, because this war is metastasizing cyber attacks into major American facilities by, uh, they say, Russian state forces. We know the Chinese have the base down now in Cuba. Jack, how do people get to you? People need to, to go. Uh, it's 2 p.m. every single day this week. And then if you miss it, you can get it on the podcast side. Human events. Go follow us on podcast. Follow us on Rumble. It's fantastic. Also, if you're if you're looking for a good podcast this weekend, I am the featured guest on the Dr. Michael Savage podcast. Uh, absolute honor to sit down with a true legend like him. Wow. Amazing. But so, I know you took a red eye back. Go spend some time with the family, brother. Great job. Oh, yeah. Amazing Father's job, day, man. Steve, I'm glad you got the makeup off after the, uh, after the game last night. Oh, whoa. Boom. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man, where's, where's, where's my girl when I need her? Okay, thanks. Um, I got Brian Kennedy. One thing about this cyber attacks, we need you. The Home Title Lock guys are working with them. HomeTitleLock.com right now. Go check it out free. You're an enemy combatant, Okay. Russia, massive cyber attack. This war is metastasizing and spreading. 
the CCP, now with the base in Cuba, that's not just for electronic listening. That's offense. Make sure no one's taking a second mortgage out of your home and you don't know about it because that will break you financially because 90% of your net worth is tied up in your home. Do this. It takes a couple of minutes. It's free to do the checking. HomeTitleLock.com. Homework assignment over the weekend. I'm going to check papers and grade them on Monday. Brian Kennedy, give me a minute on, uh, on, on Ukraine, your thoughts about this debacle that we've led the Ukrainian people into, sir. Well, Steve, you know, I'm always more interested in what the effect's going to be on the people of the United States. And from the get-go, it looks to me anyway that much of what was going on here was designed to strengthen the security state in this country and use it to be able to, to strengthen the Biden regime. That if we're fighting a war, supporting a war over in Ukraine, then the Republicans who have this sort of remnant belief in, in you know, the military and military spending is all important, then they were gonna focus on that rather than holding the Biden regime to account for all of its malfeasance. And so what did we see last year? We saw the that big omnibus bill that Republicans signed on to, which was uh, an enormous amount of money that didn't need to be spent, which is adding to the inflation we have today. Yeah, The Republicans did that because Ukraine was just so important. And today the Republicans in Congress and in the Senate are not going, in my judgment, adequately against the Biden administration because they're nominally on the side of this war in Ukraine, which it takes is taking political precedent over everything that's going on in this country. So it turns out Ukraine's been a very hey, uh, useful hey. tool for the Biden administration. Yeah, and, and they're talking about a supplemental. We're killing that. Uh, real quickly, what's your social media? How do they get to you, Brian? Uh, Brian T. Kennedy on Getter and Truth Social. Thanks. You're the best brother. One of the smartest guys we got. Thank you. Go check out Brave Books this weekend. See what they're doing there to make sure kids are properly educated. Back Monday morning. I'm up all weekend on Getter. Check it out. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.